how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the Usagi Pod Jimbo Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and uh, we're looking to talk about some more Usagi Pod Jimbo. Hope you guys enjoyed the last episode, which was A Mother's Love. A little, little depressing, if I do say so myself. But this one, we got a good one. We got a returning character of the Blind Swords Pig, Zataino. And that's the issue we're looking at today, which is called The Return of the Blind Swords Pig. I just gotta say, after reading the first Zatuino adventure, uh, this one's just as good in my opinion. But it reminded me of this movie that I watched when I was a child. I think it was called Blind Fury might have been the name of it. It was about this guy who, I don't remember what he goes on search of, but it's like a white guy, I think it was. And He's blind, and he has a stick sword, just like Zatuino. I vividly remember parts of this particular movie, which kind of reminded me of this uh, comic that we're going to be talking about today. But anyways, I'll try to track down that movie and see if I can find it. But we'll have to, we'll have to go from there, you know. But anyways, guys, hope you guys enjoy this. And as always, rate and review the podcast on your podcast platform. Write us a five-star review. We'll read it on the podcast. Make sure to tell your friends about our podcast. But without further ado, let's get into this episode and have some fun talking about the Ronin Rabbit, Usagi Yojimbo. Well, more more like the Blind Swords pick this time, right? So, our story starts out with a very familiar face, Zatuino, the legendary swordsman who is the blind swords pig, who is looking for a place to call his own, a peaceful place where he can just settle down, relax, and just live his life. And he's walking through the countryside, you know, trying to get to his next destination. He's talking about, like, the environment he is smelling Because he is now at a bigger disadvantage, because if you don't remember from last time, uh, Zatuino got his snout cut off by Usagi in their very first battle. As uh, Zatuino is going about his day, he actually uh, uh, comes upon some bandits, not bandits, but like more like bounty hunters, I guess you could say, who are looking for him to collect the bounty on his head, and then I didn't notice this before, but there's a little Tokage at the beginning of this, who we will actually find out, will come to find out, is a very little important Tokage, who is actually Spot, uh, Usagi's traveling companion. But I didn't notice that he was on the front, or on this full page, where you see the bounty hunters, like, looking and hiding behind some trees, and uh, Eno... Uh, he's like, what, 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 what's going on here? He's like, eek, eek, eek. And Spot actually comes to his aid and he's like, sniff, snort, sniff, snort. You know, yes, uh, I sense, I sense them now. You know, thank you, creature. You know, I sense them skulking around and everybody's like, quick, uh, our ambush is revealed. You know, we got to kill the outlaw quickly. And all these, <clears throat> these bounty hunters charge at, Eno, and he just says, one word he says die and that's what they do they all die because zatu you know takes them out in this beautiful panel uh very similar to whenever like usagi gets like bum rushed it seems like very similar um 
but uh, Spot and Eno are uh, fighting th- their way through these uh, these unsavory bounty hunters. And, you know, he, he says, oh, look, there's five or six of them, you know, and uh, I would have been caught uh, unaware if you wasn't one for if it wasn't for you, obviously. And he's like, oh, thank you. You know, thank you for helping me out. Uh, think you know in this situation you know how about me and you uh become traveling friends and companions you know you know i i have a i want to find a place of peace where i can live because obviously you know that's what he wants that's what he wants in life it's just be left alone and you know he's talking to him telling about telling spot about his dream and he turns around and spots nowhere to be found spot is gone he left and uh, you see you know, kind of walk up, you know, stupid lizard, freaking ridiculous, good riddance, you know. He talks to him, and we transition from that over to Soggy. He is at, like, a uh, like a rest stop kind of thing, uh, sipping some tea, and Spot shows up, and he's like, oh, hey, where have you been? You know, I was just about to leave, and I didn't want to leave you behind. Uh, <clears throat> good, you actually showed up and stuff, and, you know, uh, you seem very reluctant to leave. Whenever we get to a new place, maybe that's because you, uh, you know, lived in a town for so long and stuff like that. Uh, but maybe uh, you, what you really want is to settle down somewhere peaceful and permanently, <clears throat> which actually leads into part of this story. So we get that and then we transition from they end up leaving and going off on their journey to I honestly I can't remember where they're going. Oh, yeah, they're going. uh I think they're going back to Usagi's hometown, but I can't remember off the top of my head, to be honest. Uh, um, I couldn't remember. Uh, but uh, Eno shows up, uh, and he's like, uh, see, so sniffing, he's like, oh, boiled rice, fish, pickled vegetables. Oh, it's an inn. You know, innkeeper, can I have some lunch and tea? And, uh, you know, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you can have some. And you see him sit it down for some tea, and Eno is sniffing and, and uh, sucking down his tea, and he smells a familiar smell. A smell that he hasn't smelled in quite a while. He actually smells um, Usagi. And he's like, oh, Usagi was here. I can smell it a scent anywhere. And you see him go back to his previous encounter with Usagi. Uh, we get a little flashback, and he he's, uh, he's like, oh, that's the one who cut off my snout and we see what actually happened and he's like innkeeper where's the ronin that was here and he's like what what are you talking about you know uh he's like oh i think he went to the abandoned temple down the road for a bit uh if you leave now you can find him he says and uh definitely zatu you know has a mission a mission on his hands that he is going to uh complete and he basically says one of us will die tonight which is very foreboding uh to uh what's actually about to happen <laughs> to say the least but usagi and spot actually get to the inn uh now it is nighttime and he and you see usagi's like oh yeah the, the innkeeper was right there is a old rundown abandoned place this is a good place to to spend spend a night and uh, we see uh spot go off and usagi's like don't forget you know we're gonna be leaving uh, in the morning you know and usagi starts to question whether or not uh spot has been been uh, uh strangely uneasy of late and he wonders exactly 
what is going about. He's wondering if he's missing the security that he he once had because Usagi is traveling the world uh, that he's you know in at the moment, you know. And Usagi is sleeping uh, in this temple, and he gets a jar awakened uh, by a, a noise. He's like, "Oh, spot!" And he goes to grab for his sword. He's like, who's there? Who's there? You know, uh, show yourself. And he's like, greetings, Miyamoto Usagi. It's been a long time, but you surely remember, you surely remember and recognize me, don't you? And you hear Zata Ino, and he comes in and he's like, you know, uh, yes, I am back, Usagi. Just as I promised I would be. And Usagi's like, look, he's like, oh, you got a new nose. And this is where we get kind of a funny joke in it, some in a somewhat tense situation, because <laughs> Zatuino says, "Yes, aha, uh, it's made out of wood. It's a transplant." <laughs> and he kind of chuckles and laughs, which is kind of funny to think about. It's such a corny joke, but it honestly made me laugh when I read it the first time. Um, which it, it's funny, you know, and. You see them, and Usagi is standing off with Zatuino, and he's like, "I don't, I don't want to hurt you. Uh, we can still be friends." And uh, Zatuino says, uh, "Friends, ah, friends, friends are, you know, a, a handicap. You know, more crippling than the blindness. I need no one. You know, I, it's revenge that I want." And and Usagi is basically like, "Look, I never wanted, to, I never wanted to do this to you." You know, it, 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 we could still, you know, you know, we don't have to do this, you know. And he's like, it's, Zatuino says, it's because I was a superior swordsman and you did this to me to basically uh, cripple me. And, and uh, you wanted to be the best swordsman, uh, basically. And, you know, I uh, spared you before, you know, uh, uh, I won't do it again, he says. That's what Usagi says, you know, because Usagi thought he was doing the right thing at the time, but, uh, it looks like, unfortunately, he wasn't really doing that. You know, he just made an enemy of somebody who it was, I, I think it was like very much a series of unfortunate events that happened. You know, Usagi did what he did uh, to basically take a, a somewhat bad person off the streets and stop them from killing. I mean, I mean, it's a big, a big whole misunderstanding when you actually get into Zatuino's story. And learn more about him, you know. He didn't mean to kill the person, but he ends up in a life of killing people, you know. But he really doesn't want that, exactly. But, you know, we get this cool scene where Zatuino takes out his sword, slashes and cuts the wick of the candle. He's like, ha, now we're both blind. And you see them having this, like, standoff. And, you know, he's like, yeah, he's right. We are blind. And I am at a disadvantage, Usagi says, you know. And he will take some time to uh, adapt to the situation at hand. And Zatuino just goes in for this and basically goes hog wild on him, pun intended, where they're fighting in the dark. And Zatuino definitely does have the advantage. And, you know, he's actually impressed by what Usagi is able to keep up and since his thrusting and, and swinging of his sword, and we see Usagi dodging the blades, and we get this really, really cool scene where it's a full page, but each panel is broken up in a grid where Usagi and 
Zatuino are fighting, and it's a very vicious fight. At one point, uh, Zatuino actually does get a a hit on Usagi and cuts him across the face, and it's just a very vicious fight. And um, Zatuino definitely has a one up in this in this scenario with Usagi because Usagi ends up getting kicked to the floor and kicked back, and uh, he uh, Zatuino definitely is at the advantage but who comes in spot spot comes in and to save the day between usagi and zatuino and Eno's like get out of the way you know i don't want to hurt you you know uh why do you protect him he asks spot and usagi is basically like yeah get out get out of the way do what he says stand down we don't want you to be a part of this and get hurt so they're both on this kind of same page at this point, and he asks, "How do you know this Ronin uh, Tukage? You know, how do you know this person?" And uh, Usagi says, "He was my—he's my friend. He's my traveling companion." And he's like, "Your your your friend." And you see Zatoino stop, puts his sword away, and he's like, "The lizard warned me of an ambush earlier. He saved my life. I wanted him to accompany me uh, on my search for peace." Uh, and he's like, I owe him a life, so I will trade what he did for me, and I will turn it, pay it forward, and you are basically not going to die today. So he leaves, and he's like, you don't realize what a treasure you truly have, Usagi. And you see Spot kind of go a little ways towards the door, and he starts to whimper and cry, and Usagi, you know, says, you know, I know what you're thinking. You really want to help Eno, and Eno wants to help seeking peace. So he basically says goodbye to his friend Spot, which is a very, I'm not going to lie, it's a very sad scene. I mean, they've only been traveling together for a couple issues now, but I feel like they definitely have a bond and a friendship that, you know, they've developed over these past uh, couple adventures that they've had. Then we see... Eno walking away, uh, trying to find his way, and uh, Spot shows up, and, you know, he's like, uh, okay, yeah, we will travel together. So Spot goes off with Zatuino, and he, he see Usagi say, you know, have a good life, both of you. So he really does want the best for Spot and Zatuino, which is a very commendable thing for usagi to do you know he he didn't want to he doesn't want to really hurt or kill anybody if he has to you know he very much has that code that he lives by and he didn't want to hurt Eno, but he felt like it was the last resort the first time that they met to basically stop him from his uh his ways of killing and stuff like that you know because you know deep down i feel like Eno isn't a bad guy character or a, a bad guy or a villain in this situation to be honest i mean he kind of is a little bit in this one because he does go but he's very much an honorable misunderstood character uh that it's really cool to actually see him again and we get more we do get more character development from Eno, and you know it's cool to see him his story progress and i do I, if i remember correctly he does show up in the next volume to be exact but this issue was really good 
I liked it a lot more than the last issue. I felt the last issue was a little bit slower than this one. This one moved definitely at a brisker pace. The rivalry between Eno and uh, I don't want to say it would be like a rivalry, but like the way Eno and Usagi feel with each other are very polarizing. Like uh, Eno really definitely does hate Usagi, but he has an honorable side to him to where, you know, he's going to fight and kill Usagi, but he's going to do it in an honorable way. And, you know, he basically lets Usagi go because of what Spot did. And I don't know. I, I, I really feel like they have a complicated, uh, they have a very complicated history, Eno and Usagi to, because, you know, one seeks revenge and one just wants to be his fucking friend. Like, come on, Zatu, you know. Uh, but, yeah, this this one was a really good issue. I like the fact that, you know, we do get, like, un- until recently, I don't think Usagi has really very much struggled other than his fight with Zatu, you know, like these two fights with anybody else in his uh, Ronin samurai journey up to this point. And it's really interesting to see how he goes about dealing with the situation that he basically made for himself by chopping off, uh, Zatuino's snout and he has to live with those consequences of his actions because he basically crippled a cripple you know uh, he's basically uh thought he was doing the right thing but in in reality he wasn't doing the right thing um to some extent but i real i know spot and Zatuino do come back so when i get to get to that point in the story which is soon actually because after these couple issues wrap up, uh, we'll get to the big, a big overarching story, which is the Dragon Below conspiracy, which is a big overarching story with like Tomoe and Zatuino and Gen- uh, Genichi and stuff like that, you know. But this one's good. It was a very tense, a very tense story as well, because you didn't really know what was going to happen between them because. Usagi was definitely at a disadvantage at times in this story because he was caught off guard, you know, in the middle of the night and stuff like that. I really love, again, how Stan Sakai portrays all these different layers. Like, nobody's ever really... Some people are some people are bad, obviously, but you have these layers, these morally gray areas as to where who's actually good and who's actually bad. And I feel like Zatu, you know, himself is a very, very sympathetic character. And I loved this whole fight between them. I was like blown away. Like, Oh my God. Like just looking at it, which I kind of want to go back and look at it in its original format because I have the colored edition and I really want to check and see how um, the, the original version looks uh the whole the black and white version because the color version is beautiful i'm pretty sure the black and white version is just as beautiful as it is you know you know seeing all the different techniques that he uses and stuff like that especially with all the black and the shading in in that in that scene where they're fighting in the dark it's very good and i definitely recommend anybody check this out if they're interested in checking it out 
And, you know, as always, go read some Usagi Yojimbo. It's definitely worth your time and uh, checking out. This was definitely a very, very good issue. Definitely recommend it. It's a very good companion piece to the Blind Swords Pig issue. And it's fucking amazing, to say the least, you know. Um, but if you have any comments, concerns, you know, anything like that, you can reach out to me on Usagi Pod on uh, Usagi Pod Jimbo on Twitter and Instagram, and I have a Facebook page. And sometimes I'm on the uh, Usagi Facebook page for uh, the Usagi uh, fandom page as well. And make sure to go check out my other podcast called Otaku- Otakuology. I'll leave a link down below. We talk about anime, manga, a friend of mine. We talk about anime, manga, comics, stuff like that, you know, movies, uh, a bunch of very nerdy stuff. Go check it out. And if you would, please take some time, rate and review us on your favorite podcast where uh, you you listen to this podcast. That sh- Tell your friends. Tell your friends. It's, how, it's the best way to help out and share the podcast. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. How can I improve the podcast and stuff like that? Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Stay safe. Read some comics.